So we are going to send that out to everybody's emails so you can have it as a refresher for how to get around at the new space. Um, we're preparing for it as we speak all this week. Um, we're getting ready for this move-in, and uh, everybody's excitement is at level 10. Um, honestly, the, the, as sad as I was that I couldn't make it to Kenya, um, someone said, hey, just stay tuned. You're going to maybe see why it's good that you were here and not there. And that day was when we got the news that we could move in. So the silver lining is I was able to quickly, with the staff, execute a plan to get us in by December 5th. And if I was away, I wouldn't be able to do that. So uh, that's the silver lining to, to, to not be able to make it. I was able to get the plan together for us to open up December 5th, which is next Sunday. Um, I would like to share for a brief moment. But before I do that, I want to invite... Um, our founding pastors on the stage because we've got some special guests with us and I want them to introduce. As you can tell, we rehearsed this. Let me tell you a little bit about how we ended up at Christ Church. On March 2012, we started Nashville Life in our living room, and we were there for three months. And we had to find a location to go to after three months. And uh, Dan Scott, Pastor Dan Scott, who was at the time pastor of this church, invited us to lunch. And at lunch, he heard about what we were doing at our house. He was excited about the possibility of a new church coming into town. And Christ Church, if you guys didn't know it at the time, it was like two or three other services that were being held at Christ Church at the same time because of their large campus. So he offered us Wallace Chapel, uh, which we went into on Father's Day 2012. And we went from there to the main sanctuary, which is where we are today. We knew that one day this day was going to happen. Um, but, you know, it's interesting, but God's timing is always perfect. You know, I remember when I was telling uh, Miss Tammy that we had purchased a, a building. This was in May of last year. And as I was excited to tell Tammy, she was sad. She said, I'm not happy for you. I'm happy, but I'm not happy. Because she said, because I don't want y'all to leave. And, you know, and that's the kind of relationship that we've had with Christ Church since we've been here. It's been a wonderful family. And I think uh, Pastor Ben said that earlier. He said, we're a family, and we will always be a family. And so um, I'm happy, but I'm also sad because we've had some great times here. I've seen families uh, formed here. I've seen babies dedicated here. I've seen people get delivered and set free here. And we saw a lot of salvations here. So a lot of great things have happened here at Christ Church that would not have happened if we didn't have that meeting with Pastor Dan Scott um, back there um, for lunch. But I want to say one more thing before I pass it over to Pastor Cece. Um, Tudor Bismarck said something to us years ago. He said that no matter where you go and how high you go in ministry, he said God will always have somebody at that level waiting to minister to you. And we've noticed that every time we've grown, we've always had somebody who came alongside of us and helped us to the next level. And every level you go to, God already knows who he has set for you. 
And I'm saying that to you guys individually, not just a church, but as individuals. No matter where you go with, with God, he knows where he's going to take you. And because he knows, he also knows who's going to walk along with you. So Christ Church has been that angel. They have been that angel for us to take us in, embrace us, and help us to grow to where we are today. Amen. Amen. And, and during this, this nine-year period, you know, Pastor Dan was here, and he was amazing. And like Alvin, Pastor Alvin, well, Pastor Love just said, when you go to another level, God will bring somebody else in. And so I am just so honored to have um, some of the Christ Church people here. Linda has been such a blessing to us. Uh, but Pastor Ben is here. And, yeah, give it up for Pastor Ben. powerful man of God. Yeah, you can stand up for him. I think he deserves a, yeah, he's right over there. Powerful man of God. And, um, and it's just amazing. I know that Christ Church best days are still ahead. And um, he, it was, it was just, when he came in, a lot of times when somebody new come in, you don't know if it's going to stay the same, but it just seemed like he was even sweeter. Things just got better, you know, and we're already great. So we deeply appreciate all of you all at um, here at Christ Church who just opened their arms and, and just treated us like family, treated us like family. And, you know, when Pastor and I started, you know, when God gave us the word that we were going to pass, we were like, what? You got to be kidding me. <laughs> we were ready to retire. It was like, what? And um, but but we knew that he 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 formed this church. He gave it to my husband to start. And um, during these nine years, again, as we as God takes us higher, um, we were blessed to have a transition as well. And this year, our son, Alvin Love, became the lead pastor. And um, yeah, and he's doing a phenomenal job. He's doing an awesome, awesome awesome, awesome job. He took over at a rough time when everything was happening. Everything was going crazy and we gave it to him. He's like, oh, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> but God told us he would be the pastor. And so we knew whatever he has to endure, he has the grace for it. He has the anointing for it. And in Nashville life, you're in better hands than you've ever been in. And I'm so excited about what we're doing today. I'm excited about the relationship we have with Christ Church because I just believe it's going to keep getting closer and closer. You know, we're all a part of the kingdom of God. So I want to have Pastor Ben to come on up. Right? Well, what a, what a gift it is to be here with Nashville Life and our Nashville Life family. And I mean that word, like, like Pastor Love said, we are family in and through Christ. And I can't tell you what a gift, what a blessing it has been Sunday after Sunday. I'm usually still in the building uh, by the time you all are not just warming up, but by the time service kicks off. And you all rock the ceiling of my office downstairs for sure. But most Sundays, I sneak in here somewhere. I'm either on the side or I'm in the balcony or I might just be in the lobby. But I can't tell you how many times the Lord has ministered to me in worshiping with you, in hearing a word through any one of you three. And it's been such a gift and such a blessing to us as Christ Church Nashville. 
And so I, Sister Tammy is right. We are, we are sad to see you go, but we are thrilled for what God is doing in and through Nashville Life. And what a blessing it is for us to be able to celebrate that with you. Uh, you know, the church is not the building. You all know that. I know you know that. The church is the people. It is the family of faith that Christ has made us as his spirit binds us and unites us. And so moving forward in such a time as this, where the church is depends on who the church is in Nashville and anywhere else. And so as you move into this new space, we are thrilled to support and encourage and and be ministers with and ministers to and be ministered to by Nashville Life in relationship as family as we go forward. And we mean that. And so as a token of our appreciation and our gratitude, uh, we have a, a, a financial gift for Nashville Life to sow into this new season in the life of this congregation. But we also have very much uh, our hearts in this chalice, this patent, this set uh, of communion, because that's what we are. We are family in faith, communion of saints, the body of Christ together. And so we hope... We hope and pray, Pastor Alvin, that this will find a place in your new space, that uh, every time that you see it, you'll remember not only how we are united as the body of Christ in and through his broken body, his shed blood, but also as family of faith, where he invites us to his table. It's not our table. It's not anybody's. It's his table. And Christ has a place for every single one of us as we come to him in faith, and he makes us brothers and sisters together. Is that not right? Okay. Well, I'd love to invite the rest of my Christchurch team that's come with us. Come on up, guys. Let's pray over uh, these pastors and the team and this congregation. Is that okay? Okay. Well, we love you all so much, and we're so thankful for this time with you today. And we've got Pastor Linda and Pastor Jennifer and Shelby and John and uh, Tammy and Kaim all with us. So come on. Let's surround them all, and, and uh, we want to pray with you all. All right. Come on in here, brother. All right. All right, let's, let's pray. Let's pray this prayer of blessing over our Nashville Life family. Lord, we are so thankful. We are so grateful for who you are in your goodness, in your faithfulness, what it has meant for these nine years where you have continued in this vision. What began as a, as a family Bible study in a home uh, has continued to grow and grow and grow. And the beautiful thing about it is there's still family Bible study happening in homes all over the city as this Nashville Life family understands what it means to not go to church, not to have church, but to be the church in life where you send us every single day. So, Lord, we pray your blessing over this congregation that is a family, that is part of your family. As they move into this new space, Lord, we are so thankful that you have provided, that you have prepared this place and in the timing that is in accordance with your will, in accordance with your way. We know that there are those, Lord, that you are drawing to yourself through this Nashville Life family, those who, who know they are your children and those who yet do not know but will know. As your gospel goes forth, as your spirit is poured out in and through your people, Lord. And so we pray your blessing over them in this new space, in this new season of ministry, that homes will be blessed, that families will be reconciled, that brokenness and addiction will be made whole, Lord God, that you will be who you are as we celebrate in this Advent season the light of the world that comes to push back the darkness where darkness cannot remain. Lord, you have shown your faith in and through Pastor Love and Pastor Cece, Pastor Alvin, in and through their leadership team, in and through every single member of this congregation. We are thankful, Lord, 
And so we give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you all glory and honor that you are due. And, Lord, we look forward with what you have in store with great expectation, great anticipation. Lord, let us support and encourage our Nashville Life brothers and sisters in everything and every way that we can. And so, Lord, we thank you for making us family in Christ. Some would say that the days are dark, and yet we see your light shining forth. We say you see your light breaking through. And so, Lord, may that continue in and through this church. May it continue in and through this body. Knit them more tightly together as many members of your one body than ever before. May every gift that's in every person hearing my voice right now be brought to fruition. May their, their talents, their gifts that you have given them, that you have poured out in them to be shared through them, Lord. Raise them up. Equip them. May they delight themselves in you and be empowered by your spirit to be even more the local body as part of your body of Christ that you have called and are equipping and preparing and sending Christ's Nashville life to be. We are so grateful. We're so thankful. We honor you. We give you thanks and praise for your love, for your grace, for your power, for your faithfulness, for your goodness, and most importantly, for you yourself, O oh God. In the name, the beautiful, matchless, powerful name of Christ, we ask it and we proclaim it. Amen. 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 We love you guys. These are our hosts. This is who we've been with for nine years. Now y'all can see why it's bittersweet. They're the, so supportive. They pray for us. Um, I'm going to keep going. We uh, are, well, today's special for a lot of ways. It's, it's, the, it's the, the end of an, of an era here at Christ Church. It's also the end of our, our series, Zeal for the House. Um, Zeal for the House has been the message series this past couple of months, actually. And uh, Romans 12, 11 is the scripture that's inspired it. And what Romans 12, 11 says is, it's, it says, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. And this is an incredible challenge uh, that Paul invites the saints to, to, to never lack in zeal. And and whenever you can find someone who has learned how to not only have zeal, but to sustain that zeal, that person has found the secret to life. And, and this past couple months has been, been us really learning what it means to have zeal for the house of God and to, to, to sustain that zeal. And, and I just want to, in, 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 in the spirit of honoring Christ church, they have been an incredible example of what it means to have zeal for the house of God. Your house has actually been the house for us. You guys have housed other churches. There's been, there's been times over the past nine years where Christ Church has had about four to five different congregations here at the same time. This church has been such a prime example of what it is to have a zeal and a heart for the house of God, for the local church. They have poured into churches who are just getting started like us, churches that couldn't afford their own space like us, and people that are just getting started. And I just want to just continue to honor you all. I'm so grateful that our formative years as a church was partnered up with you all because generosity, what, what it, just like doubt and despair is contagious, so is faith and hope and generosity. And we have 
been able to be work closely with the church who's so generous and and we've been bit we've we've caught that generous heart and I can't wait to continue this this spirit of generosity and and be what you all have been to us to other churches along the way and um, honestly it's part of you all that's been inspiring our change we we started two years ago uh, setting aside a portion of all of our contributions solely just to bless other ministries in town, across the country, across the world. And um, I really do thank you all for being the inspiration to us between you all and everyone else. Um, scripture teaches us in Romans 13, verse 7, it says, Pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed. Revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, and honor to whom, to whom honor is owed. And scripture teaches us to, to give honor where it's owed. And while we honor Christ Church, I, I, I do want to um, honor some specific people um, who have been a blessing to us. Um, one is John McClure. Sir, could you please come up? I can't. John runs the production of Christ Church, the production media and all the things, and he has been such a consistent help to us. John, yes, he deserves it. John, let's be honest, I know at times we were a bit of a pain. Um, oh, yeah, so he agrees. Um, but you've been so generous, so helpful every year that there's any kind of, whenever we're stumped, which is a lot, uh, you're, you're here for us, and we just want to thank you. This is just a little token for you and your wife to enjoy a, a good dinner together on us, uh, but we just love you, and we appreciate you, and we'll be calling you, I'm sure, still beyond this, if that's okay. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Bless you. Three. Yes. Um, our next person that I want to single out is the wonderful Tammy Stewart. Tammy, could you please come up? Tammy helps this entire facility look as great as it does. She helps it as clean as it is, and you have become an honorary member to us, and it's always a joy seeing you, and... I can't tell you how much your support means to us, and we, we really wanted to do it up for you. So we got you a plaque that says Honorary Member Certificate. She's, she's, she's Christ Church through and through, but she is an honorary member of Nashville Life. We got you some Nashville Life swag. We got some sweaters. We got flowers, but we also have a day uh, trip at the spa to you to just have a day at the spa. You spend it however you want, massage, facial, you name it. It's on us because we love you and we appreciate you. A nap or a nap. Um, yeah, so give it up for Miss Tammy. Thank you so much. We love you. And then lastly, um, again, just in the spirit of generosity, this, is, this token doesn't match how much Christ Church has brought value to us, but in the spirit of sowing, the Lord says that he gives seed to the sower. In Nashville life, we always want to be a church that, that's sowing seed, and especially when you know it's a good ground. 
and I've had time to get to know Pastor Ben and his family and leadership, and we know Christ Church is is good ground. They're why we're here. So so it's 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 a, it's the least we can do. But Nashville Life wants you all to know that on behalf of you all, on behalf of the staff and myself, we're planting a seed of ten thousand dollars into Christ Church for all that they have been to us. Bless you, Christ Church. Bless you. Okay. Um, there's a lot of gratitude. I guess it's, I mean, it's fitting. You just had Thanksgiving. Uh, there's just so much gratitude, and, and I just want us to keep that spirit going. Nashville Life, uh, these past nine years have been filled with testimonies after testimonies, and I would like for us to just reflect. So we prepared a video of, of testimonies from our church just so we can just, as we kind of go from one chapter to the next, I think it's always good to reflect and remember where we've been so we can be inspired towards where we're going. So if you can turn your attention to the screen, we're going to hear from our church. Cool. One uh, awesome thing about Nashville Life has been my journey with this church. I've been here since day one, and Pastor Alvin and Cece and Pastor Love always joke about the fact that I was one of the first of the first for many things. One of the first to get baptized in the Spirit at church, one of the first persons to get baptized, Pastor Love's first marriage. So it's been an honor and a privilege to be considered one of the first here at Nashville Life and how much it's affected and changed my life my family's life. I'm so grateful for National Life and for our pastors. When I attended DMS at the Love's house, just that entire week was just so transforming. I learned a lot. I wouldn't trade, trade it for the world. I have so many wonderful memories at Nashville Life. It's hard to narrow it down to a favorite, but one of my favorite memories of Nashville Life is one of the earlier testimony services that we had. Mm -hmm. I remember when Pam, Mama Pam, testified about what God did in her life. Mm -hmm. And you know, she was cool and laid back. We all know Mama Pam. It was like, God is so good. And right after her was Rachel Hale, who's very, very country. She has a twang like you've never heard before. And she got to say, God is so good. You know, he's so real. And I just said, only at Nashville Life. So the diversity is just the best. And that's one of my greatest memories. I think my favorite memory at Nashville Life was probably our very first church service here at Christ Church. So we were in Wallace Chapel and it was Father's Day eight and a half years ago. And actually there was probably only like 20 people that came, it was super small. Um, but actually my mom and my dad and my sister came, which is a huge testament. My parents have been divorced for years um, and my dad is now actually with the Lord. So just a beautiful memory and just uh, the beginning of what was impossible for my whole family, so it's been really cool. One of my favorite memories at Nashville Life was actually a memory from, I believe, 2013. We had early morning prayer. This was the first time I'd ever heard about early morning prayer, and we actually were in Wallace Chapel from 5 to 7 a.m. every single weekday for a whole month of May. My life was completely changed after this month. I had never spent this much time with the Lord in my entire life. It was the best time of my life, and my life's never been the same. My favorite Nashville Life memory has to be just the beginning, how it all got started. 
every year in March at my parents' house, the cherry blossoms are in bloom and it's beautiful. And it always makes me think of the beginning of Nashville life when we were having DMS at the house because it was that same time of year and the trees were in full bloom and it was gorgeous. So literally every year around this time, I'm reminded of when it all got started because of those trees. And I think it's also really symbolic of just growth and life and all of the things that happen when you get plugged in at Nashville Life. So I'm just so blessed that we're going on our 10th year, I guess. It's been nine years and I just know the best is yet to come. I think that Everyone who decides to get plugged into this church is going to blossom and bloom, and I'm excited to see what's to come. One of the biggest things I love about Nashville Life is the community before and after service, to be able to see people's souls, to be able to have an encounter with them, and then to worship together. What drew me was the community. I received a phone call from Miss Pam Brooks, that phone call pretty much locked me into Nashville life for over seven years. Just realizing how much energy there was here. There is such a spirit of, of life in this church and it was so refreshing. We met up at Tyler's house and we were all just playing games. It was just a extremely beautiful moment of community. I got to meet everybody as they were just having fun and everyone was so welcoming and loving immediately. Outside of even church, I just was interested in getting to know these people who just represented the gospel in such a casual way. My favorite Nashville life memory is when we went to um, see Watch the Lion King in the park. I also remember when we had a church picnic. It was so much fun. Towards the end of the of the picnic, we, we jumped rope with Pastor Cece and, and all the other ladies. It felt like, you know, just a big family picnic. My whole family comes here. They are serving the Lord and growing in their walk with Christ, just becoming everything God wants them to be. And I'm just looking forward to our new church because we're gonna be in an area where people speak Spanish and I can use my Spanish, praise God. I've been here for a couple months and one of the things that I really love about Nashville Life is just the welcoming community. Everybody's been really, really hospitable and great and I feel like I've been here for a long time even though I'm brand new. My favorite Nashville Life memory is coming in here almost five years ago and being greeted by some of the sweetest, most kindest people I've ever met. You could just literally feel the tangible presence of God and I'm so, so thankful for this family. The day that I joined Nashville Life, I was coming in nervous and unsure about my future and confused about so many things, but it was the Connect team that they connected me with the church and then from there on, I felt connected and I felt like I belonged. For me, it was back in 2017 when we celebrated our fifth year anniversary. And when I saw that live recording, it just reminded me, first of all, of God's faithfulness, and it also reminded me of the, the talent that has been brought to this church. He started bringing musical people to the church, that's how we started. But yeah. to see the quality and the amount of heart that they had for God on that recording was something that even now when I see it, I'm still amazed. When we celebrated Christmas downtown and at this building as a church, and I got to sing a solo with my daughter. That was so beautiful to see everyone all dressed up and 
those that participated in singing. It was just such a special moment. It was really beautiful. My favorite part of serving on the Nashville Life music team is being able to lead other people into the presence of God. A church of worshipers, following Jesus, building leaders through our worship. I love the welcome team, and one of my most favorite things about serving on the welcome team would be the time that we get to honor each other. I love to celebrate others in their servanthood for the body of Christ, so I love the honor system that we have here. My very first time um, at the church, I met Portia, and she just made me feel so welcome. I just knew that Nashville Life was my home, and then that made me want to join Nashville Life Church and serve on the welcome team so that I could greet other visitors at our church and make them feel just as welcome. Being in community with other believers and coming together to just share and be the people that influenced my life, uh, being able to be a part of that for um, people coming into our church family. Being on the prayer team, I get to pray for all the prayer requests that come in. It's just a great opportunity to pray for other things besides your own personal needs. My favorite part of serving on the prayer team is being able to intercede on behalf of those that I don't even know, but believing the Lord for miracles. So my favorite part of serving on the finance team is being able to meet up with the people that I serve with. It's been so much fun getting to know people in the little room that we usually gather in. My favorite part of serving on the welcome team is definitely seeing new faces. I get to see them first and welcome them into the church. Love Your Neighbor campaign, where we literally go out into the community and look for ways to bless people. It's a great way to learn about God's heart of giving and generosity. So one of my favorite serving testimonies was after It's Christmas a couple of years ago, after the musical, Marion had an incredible idea to do fake snow, which was an awesome idea, but unfortunately got stuck on the carpet. So all of us together got together, and it was 2 a.m., and we were um, lint rolling the carpet to get the snow off the carpet. So it was just an awesome time, though, seriously. That was incredible memory. We'll never forget. Right, Ellington? So my favorite Nashville Life memory is learning what discipleship is. I really did not know what that meant until I came to this church. I had heard that word, but I had never experienced for myself. Learning about discipleship for me was getting in a life group and learning that following Jesus comes with accountability. That has really changed my life. It's, it's a really walking in a new life now. One of my favorite memories is starting Life Group at, with Jessica Smith. It's been one of the best experiences I think I've ever had. My family and I were new to the area and have no family immediately close by, so to be able to celebrate Christmas with our Life Group and with our Nashville Life Church family was, uh, it was a gift to me, it was amazing. My favorite memory from Nashville Life is when I first went to Kids Life. When they signed me up, it was like really cool because like this was like a place for me and like a place where I like loved it. For K through sixth graders, it's like 
a great place for them to learn about Jesus. My favorite thing about serving on Kids Life is seeing the kids grow and start to serve others in the service and just seeing their walk with the Lord grow. I love working with the kids because they actually teach me a lot and I love how they see the world. I love how they view God and just how open and honest they are. And it's such a blessing seeing them grow up and of course grow in the Lord. So it's always such a treat to be with the kids. It's a lot of fun. There's never a dull moment. They're hilarious. And they're just so sweet and precious and I just love seeing the world through their eyes. I really enjoy being a part of Pep Talk as well. Going uh, now weekly and uh, we just had our kickball on Friday and it was very fun. My favorite part of serving in nursery team is to see the growth of the kids in their relationship with the Lord. My favorite part about serving Kids Life is just getting to see the little ones really understand who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is, and so just getting to be a part of that time period when they are younger and a lot of people would count them out. I love that Nashville Life is so solid on the fact that that time is important. So I love just getting to be a part of that. When I moved here from Florida, I still wasn't certain whether or not it was the Lord that was calling me here. And so we had prophecy classes. And here's Coco. Coco prophesied over me that day in 2012. It was July 2012. Blindfolded. Blindfolded. She didn't know me. And she said, I feel like the Lord is showing me a fork in the road. You know, you're either going to the right or to the left. And you've taken the right road. And it was like, oh my gosh, that's the, that's the answer to the yes, prayer that I've been praying, Lord, am I supposed to be here? And yes, here I am, 2021, <laughs> Coco the prophet. <laughs> Favorite testimony uh, is this little girl that I'm holding right now, Ellington Louise. We prayed and fasted and believed for a child for many years uh, after the doctors told us that it was not gonna be possible. And what I love about Nashville Life, and she's speaking of too, yes. is the fact that we have people to pray and to believe with us through the whole process. Nine years ago when I got baptized in the Love's Pool, I actually stepped into the water crying my eyes out and Alvin asked me, are you okay? And I said, no, but I will be. And I knew that I would because I looked around the pool deck and there were so many people there cheering me on and I knew that moving forward they would be there to support me and none of those people have wavered. They have been there. The pastors have been there to love me and support me. And I'm just so thankful for all that I've learned at Nashville Life and how different my life is since that day. Back in 2015, I had three malignant tumors on my ovaries and everybody was praying, fasting. As time went on, they, they would shrink whenever I would go to the doctor, they were shrinking. And <laughs> I can remember going home to have the procedure to have them removed. And in pre-op, they were undetectable. They were, they couldn't find them. And they didn't even have a reason for it. Yeah, Jesus did it. <laughs> Let's just thank God for all that he's done. All that he's done, God, we love you. We honor you. We thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus.
Hallelujah. 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 It's healthy to reflect and remember all that he's done. Man, thank you, Lord. Well, Nashville Life is, is a storehouse of those stories and so many more. That's just the tip of the iceberg of how many encounters with God and, and stories of healing and restoration and friendships and romance and children and all types of things that have, that have happened in this place. And I just believe that the Lord wants to multiply these stories in this next chapter of, 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 our, of our church, of our lives. Um, I just know that, like, like Pastor Cece said earlier, the best is still to come. Um, so I, I want to just get us kind of thinking about what's to come. The past two message series, um, I didn't know that they were going to be the two series leading up to us moving in. Honestly, guys, like, I did not know. I, I gave up trying to guess when we were going to move into this place. Um, and so my point is I didn't, I didn't know that it was going to work out, that our last two series were on faith and then on zeal for the house. And I don't think it's by accident because I think these two things are what we really are going to need going into this place, being refreshed on the power of faith, what it is, how to use it, and then the importance of having zeal. Um, as we mentioned, this has been a lead-in into also another thing I didn't know that was a coincidence. I didn't know that the first Sunday that we could meet was actually the date that we had set for our zeal for the house offering. So now we can actually walk into our house with our zeal for the house offering, believing what God is going to do. Um, for those of you who don't know, the zeal for the house is hopefully, Lord willing, will be an end-of-the-year tradition with Nashville Life where we pray and we gather up a sacrificial offering above our regular tithes and offering what we normally give. And what makes this offering uh, unique is that it's built for you to really assess your heart and your zeal for this particular ministry and, and give out of that zeal um, for what God is doing at Nashville Life. And I just believe that the Lord is going to take whatever we bring and do something amazing with it. Um, two things that we plan to do with whatever we raise um, based on your generosity starting next Sunday. Um, we've got two objectives. We are um, still continuing to build our Nashville Life new building fund. We've raised over $700,000. Um, and this church, you know, we're, we're, we're a church that's, I mean, size is relative, I guess, but you know, for our size and we have, especially with so many young singles, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm proud of Nashville Life. I'm proud that we've been able, statistics say that young single people don't give, and you guys have really defied that statistic. You guys have been so generous, and, and I'm so proud of, of our church. Um, we're still working towards the goal. We're still working towards it. I would love to see us get closer to a million by the end of the year with this zeal for the house offering to go towards the new building. But what I'm also excited about is in addition to, in addition to the building, um, we have started an initiative uh, with Paragon Mills Elementary School. Um, Joelle and our team and her team has, has been working with an organization called United for Hope that helps set up partnerships with with schools and, and churches, and we've been blessed to get connected to a church, uh, not church, a school 
that of the 600 students that are there, I think I've heard over 20 languages are spoken within this school alone. So it is truly an international <laughs> church that's right down, I mean school, I keep on saying church, uh, a school down the street from our church. So we have started uh, a relationship with them. And just to catch you guys up, I'm going to show you something really quick. A couple weeks ago, we had our very first serve day with them. And I just want you guys to see a little bit of what we're getting started with Paragon Mills. Hi, everyone. My name is Kyla Kriakos. I'm the Communities and School Site Coordinator here at Paragon Mills Elementary School. And a big part of my role is engaging the community and managing different partnerships and volunteers. So this is my fourth year at the school, and ever since I've been here, I've been reaching out to United for Hope to try to build a church partnership. And this is the first church that we have like really created this official partnership with. We're so excited to have you all here. So today we have kind of three different stations happening. One, our big one was our outdoor courtyard. We have some picnic benches that were in desperate need of help. They were borderline probably not okay for children to use. And now they they totally like ripped them apart, put new wood, and then and then this spring we hope to be able to paint them. Um, we had people in the cafeteria unloading a big shipment of t-shirts for all of our kids and staff and helping us sort them. And then a big part of my role here is filling basic needs for our families. So I had a lot of clothing donations that needed to be sorted. So we had a few people in our clothing closet helping navigate sizes and um, gender differences for the clothing just make life easier for us in the future. So that's just the beginning. But right now, what, what, we, what we're doing is there... They're pretty much on standby. We have a list of uh, needs that we're asking about what they need, whether it's with the facility, whether it's with the faculty or the students. Um, and we plan on engaging over the next however long with them. But we would love to, to help meet a need for the Christmas season um, with, this, with this school, Paragon Mills. So with whatever we raise, again, what, what we can do is solely based on the generosity of the church. So whatever you feel compelled to give starting next week, just know that with that offering, we're going to be able to be a blessing um, to this community. And I want to share a few scriptures just to inspire us on, on the power of our generosity and the, the amazing possibilities that come from it. Um, the first scripture of the two that I want to share before we close is 2 Corinthians chapter 9, uh, verse 10 through 13. It says, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. So what this scripture does, verse 10, it really attaches purpose to our blessings. Our blessings are meant to be enjoyed. But if you look at scripture, our, our blessings are meant to be sowed to multiply those blessings so that you can sow more. And you see this ongoing cycle of the Lord provides blessings to us for us to sow those blessings to make more blessings for us to sow 
more blessings. So as God provides to us, just remember the purpose of what he gives is for it to multiply through sowing so we can sow more and more people can be blessed. And why is this so important? Why is this such an initiative or, or, or motivation or priority for, for other people to be blessed through our giving? Let's keep reading. Verse 11, it says, you will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way. So there we go again. We see the same cycle. You will be enriched not to just be rich, but you will be enriched to be generous according to the way so that you've been enriched, um, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. I want you all to know that as saints of God, through our generosity, we actually have the power and the authority to produce thanksgiving. Thanksgiving can actually be produced through us. And let me keep on explaining how this works. Verse 12, it says, For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanksgivings to God. Verse 13, by their approval of this service, the ones who are receiving your generosity, they will then glorify God because of your submission that comes from, the, from your confession of the gospel of Christ and the generosity of your contribution for them and for others. So the beautiful thing about this is, is as we give, what it does is it, it inspires thanksgiving to the recipient. And then, therefore, that recipient will then begin to give thanks to God. And now we've got more people praising God than before. We've got more people thanking God than before because as we give, what it does is it creates more uh, opportunities for people to praise God. Jesus summed it up very well in Matthew chapter 5. What I just tried to say, he said it the best because he's Jesus. And that's in Matthew 5, 16. Jesus says, in the same way. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So as people see the good works that Nashville Life is doing in the community and the way that we're loving each other and the way that we're being generous, what it does is it will inspire them who are witnessing our good works to then follow suit and glorify God in heaven. And the beautiful thing is that as if, if, if we put our, put our minds together and our hearts together and work together, I believe, Lord willing, between us and what Christ Church is doing and what the, the churches of Nashville are doing, I believe if we do our part, we will see more people giving honor and thanks and glory to God than before our generosity. So just remember that, not just with the zeal for the house offering, but just in general, as you do good works in the name of Jesus, what it will do is it will produce thanksgiving in those around you. There are people in your life that currently aren't giving glory to God. There are people in your life currently that are not thanking God, that don't praise God. It's not, they don't even know what that is. But the beautiful thing about our, our, our anointing as the church is we can produce that in them. But we've got to give. We've got to, we've got to serve. We've got to love. We learned Pastor Ben in his uh, message today at Christ Church that we were at. We talked about Jesus saying that there's no greater love than to lay down your life for your friends. And um, that's what I'm praying that we're inspired to do in this new building. This building is, yes, we will enjoy it. Yes, it's super nice. It's fresh. It's great. But it's not meant for us to just enjoy. 
is meant for us to pay it forward and allow other people to be blessed through it as well. So I'm just going to ask us to stand. As we close, we are going to close on that note. Um, Next week, please, for those of you who know friends who aren't here, um, they are welcome to come here to attend Christ Church. Um, But if they want to attend Nashville Life, um, this is not where you come next Sunday. Um, Also, um, you know, it's going to be a change. Some of you guys uh, have not used to waking up on a Sunday. Um, uh, It's a new day, guys. It's a new day. Um, We might have to go to bed a little earlier on Saturday nights. Um, but it's, it's, it's going to be a blessing. I believe that people, more people will be blessed um, and, and able to reach, hear the gospel at this time, even then at 2 p.m. I think more people are willing to come to church in the mornings, and I'm excited to see what that's going to do. And, and just, yeah, tell your friends, guys, let's, let's really stir up some excitement here. Let's, let's, let's use this zeal that we've been uh, receiving over the past couple of months and and, and put it to work. Let's put it to work. Let's spread the word. Um, we are inviting all of you all to stick around after if you would like. If you don't have plans, um, we are starting to pack up things and get stuff ready for the big move. So um, we have uh, a team that is ready to help you know where to go so you can help us out and spend some time with us. We're going to probably order some pizzas. I probably shouldn't have said that because everyone's going to, but I want everyone to stay. If everyone stay, I'll be glad to order enough to feed everybody. That's fun. Um, but yeah, we're going to stick around and we're going to work. And then all this week, uh, just reach out to us, reach out to your team. From now to next Sunday, we will be around the clock just doing things, getting the space ready for an amazing soft opening. And we're calling it soft opening because if you guys didn't realize, the first floor is still being worked on. Our main sanctuary is still not finished, but the building's ready. So we're going to come in and we're going to worship downstairs. We're going to call that our soft opening. And then, Lord willing, in about a month, couple months or so, we'll be able to have our grand opening upstairs with all the fancy stuff in the sanctuary with the lights and the LED screens and all that. But but for now, we're just going to be downstairs with some chairs and some natural light, and it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. Um... A part of a part of what we do is 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 uh, extending the love of Jesus. Uh, I'm referring again to the Advent. You know, the, the the hope, the joy, the peace, the love of Jesus. Um, if you are here and you need that, I'm glad you're here because Jesus is the most merciful. He is the most kind. He's the most consistent. He's the most trustworthy. He is the most uh, just benevolent and generous person you will ever hear of, you will ever meet, and he is here. He is here, and he has led you here by the Holy Spirit for you two to meet. You and him need to have a meeting. He's been longing to meet with you. He's been longing to share his, his blessings with you and his, his peace with you and his relationship with the Father with you. And if that's you, I want to lead us in a prayer because t- now is the best time to enter the family of God because the kingdom of God is in a really exciting time. We are in a really exciting time in our world. There has probably never been a greater need for, for the light of Jesus than, than our world today. So you are, you are right on time. For those of you who think you're late or you've 
lived too much or you've messed up too much. That's, none of that's true. You are coming in right on time. Jesus is so happy to have you in his house. And if you are ready to receive him, if you are ready to start following him as Lord, as Savior, I say congratulations, and I'm inviting you to repeat this prayer after me. So for everybody, can you just say this prayer together? Let's just address God. Say, say Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins and was raised from the dead on the third day. Forgive me of my sins. Make me a new person in Christ. Say, Lord Jesus, I choose you to be the Lord of my life. Fill me with the Holy Spirit so I can live for you every day. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Let's celebrate the life of Jesus, the Lordship of Jesus, the peace of Jesus, the hope of Jesus, the love of Jesus, the joy of Jesus that is now living inside you. He's living inside of you. I can't wait to see what he continues to do in your life. If you said yes to him for the first time, we got a few instructions for you, and that's just to let us know. Um, ever since the new year, we've been asking everyone to just let us know by texting us. Text yes to Jesus to 77411, and that's just a good way for us to know that you said yes to him. And what happens is we'll just send you a little uh, reply with some scriptures that can get you started on this walk with the Lord. Maybe you need a refresher or a reminder. Just let us know, and we'll be happy to share that resource with you. We also have people who are going to be serving at the end of service to pray for you. So if you want prayer, if you need prayer for anything, uh, we, we've got our leaders that are going to be in position to pray. If you uh, also, you can let us know online. We have, uh, like Lily said, the head of the prayer team, we have a team that prays for all online submissions. So if you go to our website and text in your prayer request, there's a team that prays for that every week, and we believe in good things happening through prayer. So you can either come down at the end or go online. And then lastly, if you want to give, um, maybe you didn't give online, but you want to give a physical offering, we've got the finance team in the middle ready to serve you on your way out. Feel free to give. And then let's just be praying about what we want to give next week for the zeal for the house offering. I'm going to pray a dismissal. I thank you again, Christ Church, for honoring us with your presence. Thank you for being a blessing. And I'm going to dismiss, and after we're done, um, again, if you want to stay, I think we've got Robin in the back to my left. If you want an assignment or a room to do a little bit of work before you go home, she'll be happy to give you some things to do as we prepare for the big move next Sunday. Let me pray. 
Father, thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much for these past nine years at this amazing church, Christ Church. Lord, we pray a blessing over them. We pray a blessing over their leadership, Lord, over their team, over their congregation. I pray that you would continue to increase them and bless them according to your riches and glory. Father, I thank you, Lord, for the principle of sowing and reaping. Lord, they've sowed so much into us, and we just thank you in advance for all that they're going to reap. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for our church. We thank you for everyone who's here, and we thank you for where we're going. Bless us. Go before us. Lord, bless December 5th. Let the zeal for the house offering and let the opening just be a time of, of miracles, God. I pray for you to move supernaturally, God, and, and transform lives through this, through this service next week. Um, in Jesus' name, we pray all of these things. Amen. Have a great afternoon, and see Robin if you need something to do. We also have Next Steps. Next Steps is happening right now in room 104 if you want to get more involved.